I asked you to keep quiet. Go. Let's beat them up. No, stop. Yes, I was the homeroom teacher of a class that was super naughty and also super special. It was full of the delinquents who were shunned by everyone. And this is the story of our class. I'm Ivy, 26 years old, a high school teacher. That year, my family got into a huge debt. I had to sell my house in the city and return to a small town to continue teaching. Here, I was quickly accepted to teach at a school and was also assigned to be a homeroom teacher, something that only longtime teachers could do. Little did I know that so many challenges were waiting for me ahead. It wasn't until I met my students that I knew it was a special class. It was full of delinquents. No one in school wanted to teach them. But with the love for my job at the teacher meeting, I confidently declared that I could do it, despite dozens of pitied eyes on me. Right at my first class, I was shocked. The class was extremely disorderly. They refused to listen to my lecture despite all kinds of measures. They were making a mess, chatting and laughing freely, considering me invisible. God, I wanted to go crazy. The class was too noisy, so I scolded them. I asked you to keep quiet. Suddenly, a male student in the class with a fierce appearance stood up, looked outside and shouted, Go! Let's beat them up! Immediately, the whole class suddenly stood up and ran outside. I stood there in bewilderment, helplessly trying to call them back. In the end, I had to run after them to the schoolyard. Unbelievably, in front of me was a chaotic scene. A fight was going on fiercely. All were spreading around and fighting wildly, but absolutely no one was stopping them. A teacher standing nearby saw my shocked face, stood there and said, You'll get used to it. Quarrels and fights happen daily in this school. They are always so aggressive, and we're powerless. There is no way to teach them anymore. I strained my eyes to find the students in my class among the chaos. One thing I noticed was that they all followed the direction of Ben, a tall, fierce, unapproachable young man. I guess he was their boss. Suddenly, I saw Ben touching the belt hidden under his shirt and about to pull out a gun. I panicked, rushed to take Ben's hand and begged, No, stop it, please. Seeing me, he huffed but reluctantly obeyed, put the gun back, and coldly walked away. I breathed a sigh of relief and turned away. After a while of trying to stop the fight, the kids got tired and left, and I dragged myself back to the classroom. That night I was exhausted. I called my dad and told him about my special class. My dad advised me to just give up on them. Educating kids like this is really hard and will take a lot from you. I thought a lot about his words but I wanted to help those kids. I won't give up. One evening, I came home late from school and was suddenly blocked by a group of thugs demanding money. As I almost passed out, I saw a very familiar figure approaching me. He skillfully knocked them down, then took my hand and helped me run away. It was Ben. He rescued me in time. Ben injured his hand while fighting with those thugs. I had to use the personal first aid kit that I always had in my bag to treat him. The boy just kept silent. While taking care of Ben's wounds, I heard his stomach growling. So I asked, It's so late. Why haven't you eaten? I'll take you to dinner, okay? Ben nodded. 
We went to a restaurant and he ate like a starving man. But Ben remained silent the whole time, saying absolutely nothing about himself. It wasn't until a while later, when I shared with him about my past, that I was abandoned by my mom, that Ben opened up and confessed that he was also kicked out of the house and received no attention from his parents at all. I suddenly felt moved when I heard that. That boy certainly had many hidden parts beyond his rough surface. The next day, Ben didn't come to class. The strange thing is, that day, the whole class stayed quiet and listened to my lecture instead of causing trouble like usual. It was chemistry. I asked them a tough question, and no one could solve it. I asked again. Last chance. Can anyone answer it? The whole class remained silent. Suddenly, from the door, Ben appeared and said, I can. The whole class cheered when they saw him. Ben walked up to the podium and solved the problem easily and then went back to his seat. I couldn't believe my eyes. Ben came to class that day with his face covered in blood and wounds. Right after he entered the classroom, the class became disorderly as usual. Ben annoyedly looked around and said, Stop doing stupid things. Focus on studying. Just like that, all immediately fell silent. I tactily understood Ben's position in the class. As long as he spoke up, the whole class would follow. So, if you want them to obey, the leader needs to obey. At the end of class, I followed Ben. Were you retaliated against last night? Can you tell me anything? But in response to me, Ben just kept silent and walked away. On the way home, I met Mike, a student in my class. I immediately asked about Ben's situation. He shrugged. Nah, can't do it. Ben is fierce and always takes the lead. But no one's allowed to know about his private affairs. On the parents' meeting day for the upcoming semester, I had prepared very carefully. There was a lot to share with their parents, especially Ben's parents. But then I was disappointed because Ben's parents didn't show up. Did his family really abandon him? I needed to think of a way to get to know Ben better. In the next class, I gave a small notebook to each student with an assignment. Write things you always want to share, but no one listens to or can't tell anyone. If you want me to read, put it in the teacher's drawer. If not, you can keep it for yourself. The next day, I nervously opened the teacher's locker, and to my surprise, I found the notebook with Ben's name on it. It turned out that he had always yearned to confide and be heard. I flipped through the pages and read what Ben wrote. I live in an unhappy house. My parents are always arguing. Dad beat mom while being drunk. I hit that jerk back and was kicked out of the house. I hate him. I left because I didn't want to go back there again. When I was 14 years old, I joined a gang of street robbers and was sent to juvenile detention for stealing. My dad disowned me because he was ashamed of having a thieving kid. He didn't pick me up when I returned from juvenile detention. I have nowhere else to go. I miss my mom. I'm jealous of others when they're loved. I want them to follow me and mess things up wherever they go to fill my loneliness. But that doesn't seem to make me feel any better. After reading it, my heart sank a little. I wrote a letter back and stuffed it in Ben's closet the next morning. It was also the first time someone listened and responded to the boy. Just like that, Ben and I talked by letter for a while. I understand that this boy was not as scary as he looked, 
but he was actually emotional and vulnerable. One day, Ben came to the teacher's room and said to me, I miss home. I want to go back there, but I don't have the courage. I stroked Ben's head comfortingly <laughs> and promised to go with him to give him more motivation. That weekend, I drove Ben to his house. The house was cold and empty with only the mother sitting sadly on the porch. As soon as she saw Ben, she froze as if she couldn't believe her eyes, then ran to hug him. It turned out she was still waiting for Ben to return. Since he left, she was very sad and always waited for him. It was his horrible father who forbade her to go looking for him. They got divorced soon after, and he quickly left. But with no contact and money, she couldn't find Ben. Now, Ben is home. He can live in the love of his mother as he dreamed of. From that day, Ben stopped following the gang of thugs and started studying hard. The whole class also followed Ben's example. All of them became extremely obedient. Almost two years have passed since the first day I became their homeroom teacher. Now that it's their senior year, my naughty students now all have their own plans. As for Ben, with his gift in chemistry, he wants to go to university to study community diseases to help people. On graduation day, Ben hugged me and said, Thank you for reviving my life. I realize every student has a desire to be loved. As adults, we must provide them with care, understanding, and a warm family. And maybe there will be no naughty children in this world.